and welcome to episode 6 of In The Darcells Podcast, the dad pod that helps you to arrange your own little angels. This week we look at the different ways that we keep our children entertained without screaming the house down, and also stopping your daughter from getting upset too. We look at the transition from having an afternoon nap to going all day, and how we can get through the witching hour. We discuss the use of technology and screen time to help keep our child occupied, but also ensuring that it's educational. And to finish off, we take a look at the different shows we watch with our daughters, the ones to avoid, and the ones we can't wait to watch. So, grab a brew, dunk your biscuit, and come and get up to no good in the doll's house. So, Chris, how's your week been then? Uh, Yeah, it's an eventful week, to be fair. So, I think we mentioned on last week's pod that... um, Eden was going to start um, uh, swimming lessons, um, and oh yeah, you did. yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not afraid to sh- uh, afraid uh, like ashamed to like admit it, but I got quite emotional, um, to be honest. So um, we, we, like we know she loves water, so that wasn't ever going to be an issue. But the issue would have been is like obviously meeting new people. And it was really, really, so it was really, really busy. It was a cool little setup. Um, so we went, it sits at a local uh, sort of private school. So it was kind of, it's a bit awkward because obviously uh, my wife and my daughter go in the changing rooms and then I'm in the changing rooms on my own. And obviously there's there's, there's parents everywhere and, it's, and I'm like childless. So people are like, what are you doing? Um, no, I've got a child here. Um, but I kind of got ready because I thought I might have to go in as well um, to our part. So, Got changed, been sitting by the pool, and she was absolutely buzzing. She couldn't wait for going. But then, obviously, when it was her turn, she was like grabbing hold of my wife's legs, um, and and like was really, really shy. I didn't want to go in, so we had to kind of pick her up and grab her and and give her to the the instructor, who was like amazing, was so good. So she just took her like a a little like you know just a meter or so out into the water, got a to kick her legs, and I gave her back pretty much instantly. Um, then sort of there's about four kids in the group, maybe three. The other uh, little boys had to go, and then come back to Eden again. She had to kind of give her to her, and then she took her out, kicking like went up maybe about ten meters out, and then came back. And then from then on in, she just got like each time she went in, she was progressively more kind of confident and confident, and she was absolutely like, like loving it. She was laughing. In fact, there was a bit where you had to put your head underwater and blow bubbles, but she couldn't because she was laughing. And then at the end, she had to kind of go down the side and kind of dive in. And uh, the instructor sort of said, yeah, she's, she's fearless. She'll be swimming, like, in next to no time. So, yeah, it was... I, was, I couldn't really say anything, because honestly, I had a bit of a, a lump in my throat, because I'd just seen her coming out of a shell. And, you know, obviously beforehand, she did a little bit of the football before she had that, but this, she was definitely, like, more confident. And what was really nice was that there was, a, there was another little lad who was there who was, who was trying really hard to kind of interact with Eden as well. He was sort of... He was in the pool while she was kind of sat on the edge. That, that took a while to get her to sit on the edge to kind of kick her legs in. But yeah, it was buzzing. So she's going again tomorrow. Um, so, so so yeah, she'll be picking a brick up off the floor soon. Um, um, and yeah, so... Nice swimming in her pyjamas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. doing that. Like, it, it kicked off at me because I took my dressing gown, um, my nightcap. <laughs> my slippers, um, and uh, yes, yeah, so, slippers floating up. Yeah. yeah. So we, Rachel's been in for um, scans on the new baby, and there was a bit of a concern over the size of the bump. So she she went to to have a um, so it's done with like a tape measure, I think. And it's a bit awkward because you have like a so obviously um, your your partner would have gone through the same. You you, you probably still got it. You got like a pack, and in there is like a um, a chart with like an upsloping sort yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, like a top, in your red book. Yeah, exactly. There's a top line and then a bottom line. And obviously that bit in the middle is is where you should be. Um, and 
the the the, the measurement of the bump was a little bit under where that line is. So we had to go for a scan sort of Thursday and they sort of said, yeah, she's a little bit, she's probably about a week behind where she needs to be, but it's not the end of the world. It's actually closer to the line than she was before. And so we're going to have to go for another scan in a couple of weeks. But like reading uh, advice online and, um, you know, what the nurse said as, as well is you just need to make sure that she's going at her own rate so she's increasing weight and size at her own rate and not necessarily worrying about the grid that you've been given which almost seems a bit redundant but still you can see what the averages are um so yeah that's something to keep an eye on and um and also um rachel's had a diagnosis of being anemic so she's been like lethargic and so tired for quite a long time now it's just been such a difficult period for her um so yeah it's finally good to get that diagnosis and she's on iron tablets um but they kind of take two to four weeks to chair, uh, to, to, to kind of kick in. So when we pop, walk past the posh houses of where we live and they've got an iron gate, we just get to chew on the gate for a bit as well, just to get that extra bit of <laughs> a little bit more. Eh? Just have a bit of a lick of that, <laughs> see, if it, see if it helps. <laughs> Don't take the paint off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, so that's all. We're yeah, pretty eventful and bloody knackered now. We're supposed to go to a birthday party today, uh, a two-year-old birthday party. Um not just me, I was going to take my daughter as well, but I just have to say, look, I'm, we're exhausted and, you know, we find it tricky at the moment. We're, we've, you know, like having downtime and stuff, we're working hard in the week. So I've just had to say, like, I couldn't really make it and I felt really, really bad. So, but she was like really nice. I mean, not talking about the, the bump and the anemia, mm-hmm. are those two things related or is um, it something that's just completely unrelated and just two different things? Probably. Um, so our firstborn, she was always a little bit under where we needed to be, but I think that was because she was in an awkward position. So and my wife, she never really showed. I don't know if there's a combination of where the baby is and also um, she's quite tall and slim anyway. So I don't think she has a massive bump. Um, but yeah, possibly lack of iron. But I think with these tablets coming in now, they can. it's basically you know the, the lack of blood in the system because it's all going towards the baby. Um yeah. So yeah. possibly you might like you might give birth to a frigging monster now she's on this time like iron woman <laughs> lol. It's just stood up straight. It's not lying down or curled into a ball. That's what yeah. it's stood up straight. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well you could actually see a toe out of the um we won't go there. Um so yeah, so that, that, that's our <laughs> week. Um, how, how about yourselves? How's how's your little bubble getting on? So uh yeah, we've uh, we've had another interesting week. We've ended up at the we had a hospital appointment today actually. So we went to see the consultant about um, her reflux. Right. So I've talked I've talked about this in previous pods, but mm. um, it's it's something that's obviously a concern because it's been going on for quite a while. And the medication that we've been given is it's not been changed. So we're on the same medication, but it's been upped as a weight gets more. Right. So as a weight increases, you can you can give them a bit more of the medication, um, which we give to her um, once a day. So it's every night she has a meprazole. Yeah. Um, and without it, she really struggles. So without it, she'll she'll the next day she'll be sick quite a lot. Right. If we've not given it to yeah. her, I mean we've only had that happen once, um, and that was when we went away and we forgot to take the tablets with us. Right. So we were away for one night. Yeah. Um, but the following morning she was really struggling. Yeah. So, um, we got home quick the next day so we could give her some more. We might have sort of new fathers that are listening to it or, or like expecting fathers or, or, or mothers maybe that um, might not know what reflux is. Um, how, like, how so, is it described? How, you know, did they say what reflux was? So how could you describe what reflux is? So maybe, you know, if a parent is going through the same, they can actually say, actually, it might be what we're going through. So, I mean, it what what re, it's acid reflux. So... 
I've suffered with it as well. Um, and basically, you've got your um, your tubes that go down to your stomach, and then you've got your stomach. And inside your stomach, that's where you can have acid being produced in excess. Yeah. Um, and then acid reflux is when that acid goes up past the valve in your stomach and back up through your throat. Oh God, yeah. So um, it can cause various different symptoms in babies. It's mostly being sick, to be honest. Mm. Um, and you can smell it on their breath. Yeah. Um, like either a sicky smell or an acidic smell, sometimes like a bit of a cheesy smell. Right. Um, but you can smell it on their breath. Uh, but for babies, the, the main symptom is um, sickness. Yeah. Not like a huge amount but they'll throw up some of what they've what they've just drank essentially yeah. um the way the omeprazole works is it reduces the amount of acid that's in your stomach right so it, it stops that acid from being produced essentially would that be the same um, as having like a, a rennie or gaviscon for for adults so gaviscon's different so from our appointment today we've been prescribed a gaviscon as well right so Gaviscon's like a when an adult takes it, it's in liquid form. Yeah. What we have is like sachets, so we can mix it with the milk. Right. So it it doesn't have a flavour to it. It's just a powder essentially right. that we mix with the milk. So every feed we're going to mix a bit with the milk. The way that 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 works is that sits on top of whatever's in your stomach to stop the acid from coming up. Okay, got you. So it's like a barrier almost that stops it coming up. Yeah. Um, whereas the omeprazole tries to reduce the amount of acid that's being produced right so they're, they're two different things that work in two different ways one of the things that um, our daughter's had for quite a long time is a cough um and if you're having regular acid so i remember i was having a problem with acid acid reflux and it, it went on for about four or five months mm. and it started to um, cause me to have a cough right. that wouldn't go away yeah. um and it was because it was essentially it is acid that's coming up in sort of vapour form. Um, so it can burn your throat and your vocal cords. Oh, God. So, I mean, it obviously doesn't do it to the extent where it's like pouring acid on something. No. But it, it can cause an irritation, essentially. So, um, yeah, so today we've we've had that appointment. Um, the consultant's brilliant. We've seen him twice now, the same consultant, once about um, reflux, once about constipation. Mm. Either um, end, then. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's been really good both times we've seen him. Um, and what I've found with consultants that are, that's different to doctors is doctors only have a certain amount of time per uh, patient, mm-hmm. as it were. So when you go and see your GP, they're going to be able to see you about one th- one thing per appointment in most cases because they've got, they've got to fit in so many appointments through the day. Yeah. So it's no fault of their own. They've just got to fit in a lot of appointments. Uh, when you go to see a consultant, they're given longer slots. Um, which means that you've got more time to discuss the issues that are surrounding um, what you're talking about. Yeah. So they'll ask you a lot more questions um, and they'll try and nail down in more detail what it is that um, what it is that they can do to help. Right. But they'll also not, not sort of confine you to just speaking about one thing. No. Um, so like today, because we've seen him before, we saw him about a month ago about, um, about the constipation, um, he asked us today how that was going as well because he'd prescribed us a different medication for that um, and sort of given us a, a plan to move forwards with it to help, right. um, which is working really well. So 
um, obviously he was he was chuffed that his advice had, <laughs> had gone down yeah. well and uh, what what was what was prescribed had been working. Yeah. Um, but as part of our our visit to the hospital today, we had to have a, a chest X ray. Right. Which, uh, well, we didn't. Uh, our daughter did. Um, yeah. That would have been a bit of pointless. So um, we went down to um, X ray um, in in the children's section of the hospital. They do have an X-ray department, but it's not open at the weekends. Oh, nice. So we had to go across to where A&E was. Um, so we had a bit of a walk to the other side of the hospital. Um, we got in really quickly. Um, the the guy that let us in was opening all the doors so we could get the buggy through because a lot of them are double doors and yeah. only one side opens. Right. So he was making sure that they were completely open. Lovely guy. Uh, we got in there. There was a, a lady in there that was doing the X-ray and she kept our little girl entertained whilst we were trying to, like take her clothes off and stuff to get her ready for being x-rayed yep. so she was really good as well um and then yeah the x-ray bit's kind of hard because you have to lie them flat it was a chest x-ray yeah um so she she's get she gets lied flat on this uh wedge that's like a i don't know a piece of brie <laughs> that sort of shape <laughs> um so yeah um so like a wedge of cheese she's lying on that with a chest so so her back's on that so her chest is at an angle yeah um, and they go and try and take the first x-ray, but her chin's coming down too much because of the angle of where it is. Yeah. So they come back in and push it further down and then put a flat bit behind it so that her head can rest on that bit. Yeah. So her neck's back a bit further and her chin's not in the x-ray. Um, so off they go again to take the x-ray. And um, then there was a shadow on the x-ray and they were like, what the hell's that? They realised it was my cap. <laughs> So um, I turned turned that around um, and we went again. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she was quite distressed at a few points, yeah. but it was just a case of doing your best to distract her whilst keeping her still. Yeah. Because when, when they have a chest x-ray, you have to hold their hands up at the side of their head so that it's almost like putting your hands by your ears yeah. um, and keep their elbows tucked in. So, um, yeah, it was... It, it wasn't very a very pleasant position. No. Um, and then I was in there and you have to, because I was the one that was holding her, I had to wear this like really heavy um, jacket thing that Velcro's onto oh, you. God. So that um, none of what you, like none of your, I suppose you're not on the x-ray as it were. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit of protection from, because there's, there's a certain amount of radiation with an x-ray as well, isn't yeah, there? That's why so I think it's probably a bit of protection from that. Yeah, so that's why the... Um Radiographer, is it? The uh, they go for, they yeah. go behind a bomb-proof bloody door. Um, nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> like th- thumbs up. Yeah, thing. I mean, our little girl's not grown an extra limb yet. Oh, good. Um, I mean, she might do by the time we finish recording. Yeah. I'll, I'll have a check and let you know. <laughs> so if it's a hand, um, it's good for clapping. Or, yeah, yeah. Or uh, develop some sort of superpower. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I can imagine it'd be quite difficult yeah. trying to get like buying new shoes. Um, do you have a third one? <laughs> uh, just a display one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, can we have one that's not like a left or right? It's just a middle, a middle foot. <laughs> just go straight forward. Like, <laughs> um, so when would you be yeah. expected to get the results back for that? Because does it take a while? Or um, speed it up? I'm not it? sure how quick they come back. Actually, yeah. we we had an, she had a chest X-ray a while back because she had a chest infection. Um, so that was oh, that was going back quite a while. But I think we had the results back quite quickly. Right. Um, the way it normally works, the consultant said, is if there's a problem, he will phone us. Right, yeah. Um, or if there's anything to discuss, he will phone us. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he'll write to us with the results in it. Yeah. Um, but the results will go back to the GP pretty quickish anyway. So um, as soon as they've been analysed, 
Um, I'm guessing it'll take a, a probably 10 days to two weeks. You should take a Max Spielman. Yeah. Was that the same day? 24 hour. You, you, t- you, take, you, you take your holiday picture. Yeah. This is my chest x-ray. This one, this is one I was at uh, Magaluf. <laughs> um, so yeah, 24 hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they could analyse it, those people that develop photos. I'm sure they'd know, uh, yeah. know what the different bits yeah, were. There's your cap yeah. again, Dean. <laughs> yeah. You need a, what, yeah. I don't know what they call like a beanie or something. Because uh, you do, you that, that's yeah, your bit, thing, bit isn't it? I think that's, that's it, you know, if somebody asks, like, what's Dean like? Like, oh, I've never seen him without a hat on. Um, I do wear a hat a lot. Yeah. In fact, um, although you're not wearing one now, I don't wear a cap to bed. No, because um, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, I don't. I don't wear a cap to bed because otherwise, like, it, uh, the peak digs into your pillow sometimes. <laughs> it lifts your head up. You get a right crick in your neck. Bloody burning ear, yeah. Um, so yeah, so hopefully, <laughs> yeah. mate, that that comes yeah. back in. Um, get, gets us so because I think. Although it's, I think it's a pretty common thing, isn't it? The reflux, um, it doesn't make it any less yeah, of a yeah, nicer experience. Um, I, don't, I yeah. don't think Eden had it, but she was just like she constantly just threw up all the time, like and just like oh she's been sick again. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of things that can be like things that make them throw up, and a, a reflux is one of them. Mm. Um, but since she's been on the medication, it's been a bit better. Yeah. But it's it's never really fully disappeared or fully got better, and I, th- I think that's what the what they're aiming for. They have said that when she starts eating, like when she's completely weaned and she's she's on less milk and more more food, yeah. then uh, that should make make a bit more of a difference. So he has asked us to um, try and give her a bit less milk so that she eats a bit more uh, a bit more solid food. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be trying that over the next few weeks nice. as well. So. Well, it's a Sunday roast, yeah, isn't it, both, tomorrow? Both been in hospital this week. Yeah, get some Sunday roast. Get us started on the Sunday roast. That'd be pretty good. That one out. What was your first yeah. solid meal like? Sunday roast. Ah, I don't think we're having one tomorrow. We're gonna have cottage pie. Something to look forward to. Oh, I've, I've not not even thought about tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So we're going to talk about um, entertainment this mm. week, then, aren't we? Gonna say, where are you at with your? Just remind us of your nap routine in the in the in the day. Are you, um, not you? Is your daughter still napping? Or do you, do you manage to get one God, as well? I'd love a nap. I'd love a nap in the day, mate. That'd be amazing. Um, she does nap in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, it can be once. It can be twice. There isn't really a routine for it, mm. and we don't sort of we don't sort of say right we're going to put her down so she can have a nap now mm. because it's that time yeah. we don't have a routine with it as such if she's tired we'll just let her sleep for a little yeah. bit um and if it seems like she's sleeping a bit much and we're thinking she won't sleep in the evening yeah. then we'll wake, her, wake up. her up yeah. um yeah and that that's kind of how we go with it um she'll normally have maybe a couple of naps in the day yeah um if she's at nursery on that day then she'll probably sleep a little bit more so it's normally quite common that She'd have a third nap if she's been at nursery, so she'd probably have two short ones while she was there, and then one when she got oh, home. That's the dream, isn't it? Um, well, I think it's the car ride. Yeah. So the car ride home from nursery, even though it's only what six or seven minutes. Yeah. Um, by the time I get back from nursery, she's normally like Sparko. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, bring her inside, and I can sort out a nursery bag before. Um, before she wakes up normally, right. which is quite good. I think that, all, yeah. that kind of also leads on to like the, the entertainment side of things because we're, we're not having that nap. And um, <laughs> she likes to be preoccupied, so we do have to kind of use the phone between... I'd say it's exactly the same as you, about sort of five, six, seven minutes, uh, but there needs to be something on in the van when I pick her up so she can sort of kind of watch that. And, and um, you're not going to get much of like 
out of in regards to sort of asking about how a day's been and stuff like that. But yeah, so we'll, we'll stick something on there. But yeah. I, I definitely remember the, the sort of transition. So if you're waking up at sort of six o'clock in the morning, you, you can think, right, we'll go a good four hours of, of you know, looking after, you know, looking after and then she'll have a nap and then she'll maybe sleep for a couple yep. hours and then be awake again. But yeah, we're full, full, <laughs> full, full day through. Um, it's it's, so it's rare that it's rare that our little girl will sleep for that long. Right. So normally we'll get like half an hour to an hour out of her maybe mm-hmm. of a of a nap in the day. So like a two short naps will be between be between sort of half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Um, it's rare that she'd sleep for a couple, but recently there has been a few days where she's only had one nap and it's been longer. Right. So, I, I think she's naturally transitioning out of it, to. Yeah. Yeah, um, which will happen over time, won't it? Um, yeah. And to be fair, like I'd prefer her to have a good long sleep through the night. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And and miss the nap. That that's that's like the the dream situation, isn't yeah. it? For anybody, you, you definitely notice. So if yeah. if you um, if you like we, like today, um, we're both pretty knackered, like uh, my wife and I, and we just thought, well, we can't really fall asleep because if, if Eden, Eden gets into bed with us and she falls asleep at this time you're in the danger zone so we have to kind of get up and I think yeah. that's where these kind of different things different toys around the house different ways to entertain her are, are going to come through and they definitely kind of change as you go through um, I, I think first and foremost the, the advice I'd give I don't, I, I don't know if you agree or not but like we've got kind of cupboards just just um, in, the, in, the, in the living room sort of thing and like there's loads of toys in there that they don't that she won't use so I think it is. I know obviously you're going to get some for birthdays and Christmas and things like that, but I don't think you really need that one because you end up just playing with the same sort of three or four anyway, on a on almost like a on like a rotational basis. So as long as she's got the the key things, basically she loves a puzzle, um, she loves um, like letters and numbers and uh, and things like that. And we'll, we'll we'll talk through that in a minute. Um, she loves a, a wooden train set. And uh, she likes to like kind of she has a football and a, a ball that she throws about as well. So essentially, she'll ro- rotate through those. We have got like the Amazon tablet um, thing, and also like watching stuff on the telly. So there's loads for us to to discuss. But we've always, you know, we've always had those sort of like play toys and things like that. And we're always like making sure that we don't have too much sort of screen time and things like that because I know that's kind of considered lazy parenting. But we just need to. Cause there's so many apps now available. It isn't just a case of plunking them in front of the telly and she's watching stuff. There's actually like, um, as I said, we'll go through it in a, in a minute. Like the different apps that you can play around with and things like that. So, yeah. what what sort of what sort of things do you do to kind of keep your daughter entertained? Because obviously now she's out. She loves. Um, looking at things and obviously she's developing all the time so what what kind of things do you do especially at the weekends when you've got that more 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 of that onus on you know you need to keep them preoccupied i mean for for us it's been there's been a transition going right the way through so we've had we've gone from um like really basic simple stuff Mm. that is just shown to the baby when it's first born it's more like a visual stimulation yeah um than it is um like something to play with to um, getting into toys and her wanting to pick things up and um, like find out. I don't know. I think she, I think she's like quite inquisitive and likes to find out like how what she can do with something. So if she's given something, what does it do? Or can yeah. it do anything? Yeah. What does it look like if I turn it round? Can I throw it? What like what happens? <laughs> those, those sorts of those sorts of things. But we, I mean, we've got quite a lot of different toys mm. and. 
what she'll do is she'll just have a look at whatever's there and she'll play with whatever whatever is there. Mm. So she, there's quite a quite a few different things that she enjoys playing with. And I don't think there's anything that she's kind of just gone, no, nah, I'm not bothered with that. Yeah. Um, so it's been quite interesting because... I suppose a lot of the things that are bought like new, like we've had, we had quite a few toys and things at Christmas. Um, we had um, at Christmas some that were more like toys that move and things like that. Yeah. So you get a lot of toys that have buttons on, you press them and they roll around and things like that. Yeah. So that that was quite new for her. But um, actually, she's really enjoyed those mm. um, and it's a new thing. Um, but I think she just likes variety at the moment. Right. So having having a big variety is kind of the thing that keeps her entertained. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I agree with the screen time side of things. I think a little bit of screen time is good. Yeah. Um, I think too much screen time is obviously a bad thing. Yeah. But also screen time can help uh, a little bit if, like our little girl, if she's starting to feel a little bit tired. Mm. And you're thinking, right? I've got to get this done, this done, and this done. Yeah. A little bit of screen time might help her to nod off a little bit quicker. Yeah. So, think things like that. Uh, it can be used for that as well, and just to give you a little bit of time to get other stuff done. I think I think that's the big um, part of it, is especially like when you're getting towards the the, the you know the, the end of the day sort of thing, um, where you do have to kind of you do want to still keep the house tidy, although you you can put some stuff off. You still want to be able to do that, and by having something that you can kind of relax in front of that that really really helps so what what sort of thing are, yeah. are you are you using for that um there may be some things that obviously you you say now that people are recognized so what kind of thing are, are you putting on for, for your, oh like for screen time things yeah so i mean you can search for baby sensory stuff on youtube and it'll bring up loads of different things yeah. um there's um uh, there's the hay bear stuff which i mean most people know it for dancing fruits don't yeah. they um so dancing fruits is really popular and it's got millions of views yeah. if you've not if you've not looked on there have a look at it but i'd look at the channel rather than going straight for the dancing fruit stuff yeah. um so when you click on the videos bit you can obviously see all the different videos that they do and there there are a lot of the different dancing fruit ones they do ones for different times of year and things like that yeah but there's also some really good nighttime ones with like the moon and stars on yeah. it um one of the ones that our daughter really likes is got um, hearts on the screen and they kind of bounce yes. and they follow each other, yes. bouncing around. Yeah, I know it. Um, and they're like rainbow coloured. Um, that keeps her really entertained. Um, what I would say as well is the music's actually quite good on there. Yeah. So like as an adult, it's not music that's going to absolutely do your head in. Well. Unless you listen to the same one on repeat over and over again. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> It'll come. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, apart from that one... Um, there's also one that um, we put on quite regularly called oh what's it called is it is it Hey Star or something Hey Baby Star right and that's got like rockets and planets that move across the screen oh, nice um, and she quite likes that one as well um, and then one that I've found over the last week or so is a channel called uh, Baby Fruit Dancing Sensory Videos um, which has got some really um, good music on it again. Um, and the music that's on it is kind of um, like acoustic music, mm. so it's quite nice if they're trying to get get them to sleep as well, right? Um, because it's um, quite relaxing music. Mm. Some of them have quite um, energetic and stimulating music on, so yeah, you got to be careful what you choose for different times of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I mean that's that's where she's at now and the dancing fruits has been a favorite with her um since we started exposing her to stuff on like screen time type stuff on YouTube yeah um so that that's always been a popular one I mean what about you because obviously your little girl's uh, a bit older <laughs> yeah so she's gonna have different things that she's interested in so she she went through the the hay bear I think it was our mate Paul who who talked to us about that I think um, with the dancing fruit, I'm sure it was Paul who was saying, "Yeah, get this on. Get this on, like it's good." Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Uh, uh, so yes, yeah, so we've gone through that sort of stage. She went, so she went through that, and then she transitioned into the Sesame Street, and had a period of really like loving Elmo uh, and the sing along and stuff like that. But it's YouTube's an absolute minefield. You can because obviously when the video finishes, it'll go on to something that's very similar. Um, and if you if you yeah. leave it long enough, there's all sorts. So we were we were watching one the other day that is just somebody in a car, like the camera's at the wheel and they're dr- driving over like toys or you know like the the um, the hydraulic kind of press thing that people watch. And it, it, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's basically that, but it's got like toothpaste and like water balloons and stuff like that. And she loved it. And like, I don't know how many, but, you know, I've got a car. <laughs> you know, I could do that. Why can't you know? So there's bits like that. Um, but she likes the ones that you can dance to, and is I think I'm going to presume he's an a, an American sports maybe PE teacher, and he's got like a whole channel of these things where um, you dance along, and then maybe you have to stop and have to do your change your body shape to maybe a letter, so letter T and K and things like that, or you have to pretend to be a certain animal, and you just kind of go like that. And but obviously she wants us to get involved with it, so I'm bloody knackered by the end of the day. Um, but me me L's oh, coming on quite yeah. a long way, so uh, yes, yeah, she watches all those <laughs> sorts of things, so she gets into kind of. Uh, you know, been able to watch those sort of videos. Um, and we were watching, um, it was just one that was like a relaxation one. It had a load of different safari animals in it as well. Um, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, Sounds it's good. loads of stuff that's on YouTube. It's an absolute goldmine. I mean, one one that I'd recommend from working with younger kids as well um, is Cosmic Kids Yoga. Right. When I mean, I mean, your little girl might like that now, actually. And it's basically... Um, this lady who does um, yoga, but it's based around a story. So it goes through and it tells a story yeah. and part of the story, inc- well, the whole way through the story, yeah. she's doing different poses and helping the children get into those right. different poses. I, I might have seen it. It, it rings, um, it's ringing bells. Um, my downward dog yeah. was, <laughs> needs some work. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something that um, I've used a lot in a classroom um, and it, it, it does work really well. Um, but it's one of the things that I think my little girl might quite like when she's getting to the point of um, wanting to listen to stories being told yeah. and doing something active along with it. Yeah. So it gives you something to do. And there's there's hundreds of videos on there yeah. um, with loads of different stories, all on different topics and um, with different morals to them and things like that yeah. as well. So it's, it's actually really good. Yeah, I was just saying that there's, there's one that we, we, we kind of happened upon where she sort of sings the um like the gruffalo and all those kind of but i can't remember the name of the author does gruffalo but it's that that series of books so she'll sing them julia donaldson yeah that's it yeah so she'll sing through those yeah um so yeah but like now she's obviously old enough she she like she'll choose like a netflix or bbc iPlayer and stuff like that so like with the screen time with the gruffalo as well we've got on a on a tablet she will have like little apps and the games that like go along with the gruffalo so she might have to kind of yeah. you know when you have to um try and pair up like images and they're on little discs so you press it and you spin around you have to find the one that corresponds yeah, yeah. with it so the stuff like that or you have to drag a little snake through so it's really good for like a hand-eye coordination um but she's really competitive so she hates it when she doesn't win um so that one you have to be kind of be careful with um but obviously now she's moving on to sort of the 
more more grown up ones. So there's things that we can start with. So she's she's gone through the whole uh, Mr. Tumble stage, and I love Mr. Tumble. I thought he was amazing. He was so cool. Um, yeah, she saw. <laughs> so you'll notice that obviously she might have wandered off for a good 30, 40 minutes. She might be doing something in the kitchen. I'm sat there watching Mr. Tumble. And uh, oh, with the bacon again. Oh, he's got it <laughs> nice. all over him. Look at oh, she's gone. <laughs> literally just been sat here on me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now she's like, she's literally like within the last sort of week, she started watching Paw Patrol, um, which is mint. But I want to see the episode where it explains why why the dogs are talking. Um, so how did how did the dogs talk and who funds them? Obviously, this Paw Patrol isn't aimed at adults because that's how I think. It's like right, where's this funding come from? <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah. Adventure Bay must pay the, the biggest amount of council tax <laughs> to pay for all these like dogs going around. I mean, it's a pretty big building, isn't it? Yeah, it's you. Yeah. And you've got all this technology, and you, you're watching it. So we're watching one where there's like there's um, obviously all the dogs, and they do that. One has like a digger, one's a a firefighter, one's like a like a like a police dog something, and then there's other ones where they have these extra kind of uniforms that they wear that they're going to do like underwater stuff. And you're just thinking, well, that's how they can sell more toys in it. Um, so yeah, I've just been cynical, I suppose. So there's that this Paw Patrol she's watching. Um still watches the old sort of Peppa Pig, um, that sort of thing. Um but she won't get in she's not getting into Bluey yet. Um, which is like the the creme de the creme into Bluey because not only is it entertaining, you, you, you learn stuff as well. It's quite like I've seen the odd one, it's quite like, oh god, that's quite sad actually. Um so yeah, but yeah, they've got they've got quite a few with good morals in as well, haven't they? The episodes of Bluey. Yeah, I think aren't they aren't they done by the uh, the Australian government? There's always that Australian government symbol at the end. I don't know if that's a you know it's a it's a thing that they've done, but yeah, they're really really oh, good. I'm not like sure. it's it's a, it's a bit more kind of um, yeah, a bit more sort of content and that kind of empathy. You have to kind of have for all the characters and what's going on actually in the story. So so hopefully one day she'll she'll get onto that. Um, she hasn't really gone into Hey Dougie. Uh, so again, that's another one that you, you've liked, and what we have seen, it's always a bit of a laugh. Um, but it's definitely ones. I'd, yeah, some good music in there as well. Yeah, definitely ones to avoid. Is oh, I can't think of his name now. I think it's Bing the Bunny. He's a little mad ass. And yeah. then is it Blippy? I cannot stand Blippy. He's a uh, he's just some bloke in a sort of suspenders and no, not suspenders. What they call them? Um, yeah, hold your trousers up. <laughs> that's that's definitely yeah, not children's no, TV. I don't know what she's something else you're thinking. What are they called? Yeah, suspenders. The 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 the, the things that goes over your shoulders and your braces. braces that's it. Uh, so where's one? <laughs> yeah, if you're watching something with suspenders, <laughs> and it's not children's TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the original Blippy was done for doing something a bit like controversial. Wasn't he on the internet? That's why he was swapped. But you know, uh, so yeah, he's oh, he's right. a bit annoying. Uh, but there's there's Mika that's like his partner that's on it. She's quite good and she goes trampolining. So so yeah, she's on those ones where where I you as an adult can kind of sit down and watch it because at the end of the day she rules the roost and you know we do try and share it, especially if I'm trying to watch the football today. Um, yeah, she'll she'll rule the roost in the morning. So it's it's good now you can kind of sit down and watch it as opposed to just like fruit going all over the show. Um, which is good, but once you've seen yeah, one yeah. one pepper dance and you've seen them all, um, so yeah, that's what yeah, that's true. what where we're at at the moment. Um, I'd really like for I her mean, to get into Harry Potter, uh, but that you know she's not staying still for two hours, isn't it? Got no chance. No, that's a little bit down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if uh, you have you done the um, the iPlayer uh, pantomimes that have been put on there? No, no. By the cast of like CBeebies. No, no, no. I've not seen so, that. Um, this this is a good this is a good one actually you you might enjoy this so um, on the CBeebies website you can go onto a section called shows right and on there it'll have every show that they they're currently running right 
Um, and then you click on the show and it'll give you games that you can do from that show or like there'll be puzzles, there'll be art activities and things like that. Yeah. But there'll be a little button as well that says episodes and you click on that and it brings up all the episodes that they've currently got listed on iPlayer. Yeah. Um, and it'll show you each season and each episode. Um, and in there you've got all sorts of different stuff. So mm. like you've got all of Hey Dougie, you've got, well there's just stacks of stuff in there. Yeah. There's like Let's Celebrate, there's um, On the Farm, there's all sorts, there's loads of things. Um, so you can have a look on there, and on there, one of the sections is the um, the live section, and the live section is all the pantomimes or plays that they've ever done. Right. Um, and in those uh, pantomimes and plays, they basically get anybody that has done programmes for CBeebies come together as one big cast. Oh, wow. Um, and there's loads, of, they're really good as well. Um, they've chosen really wisely what they've done. Um, they've also got a few on there that are ones that aren't spoken ones. So they've got some ballet ones on there as well. So there's mm. a bit of variety on there. Oh, very cultured. Um, I mean, it's not Mr. Tumble doing ballet, but it's um, they've actually got ballerinas doing it. Yeah, but that, that'll um, be Aunt Polly. It won't yeah, be they've... Mr. Tumble doing the ballet. We aren't Polly. <laughs> but yeah, um, they've got loads on there, and it's it's worth having a look because you know that if you're on the CBeebies website, nothing's going to pop up that's obviously not what you want them to see. No. Whereas on YouTube, there's the potential for that happening. And the adverts um, as well. Unless as obviously you're on kids' YouTube. Yeah, the adverts on so, YouTube as well. I, I am. We've always been tempted to pay the, is it like seven quid for the the, the YouTube premium yeah. thing? But yeah, the adverts. But now she's like, she knows how to use the controller. So before hours, she'd just be like, adverts! <laughs> but now she can be like, like, like she waits until it kind of says skip, and then presses the button on the remote control. Yeah, she's dead advanced. I no. think the the, the 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 obviously the way the technology comes in because you know I'm sure you use tablets in school, um, and we can obviously will do as well. She already knows how to kind of navigate through it or or to to find the app that she wants and stuff like that, and you know being able to use the TV remote control. It's definitely going to help because obviously they're going to be using these skills and this technology when yeah. she goes to when she goes to sort of primary in, in what like 18 months sort of time um so yeah definitely those i benefits. mean one of the things we've noticed is is our little girl if um if we've got a phone in a hand and we've sat we've got her sat on our knee or something yeah. and somebody sent a message and you've just opened it up she'll go for your phone <laughs> but it's because of the light and the light and the color yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily because she's trying to respond to that yeah. person because she's read it it's not for you um but <laughs> Yeah, not not for you. But I mean, one of the other things she really likes is my watch as well because mm. I've got a, um, a Apple Watch. Yeah, and um, she'll go for that. And she'll press the button. She'll play with the scroll wheel. She'll touch the screen and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's not changed the language on it yet, but it's going to happen soon, isn't it? It'll be one of them things that happens. I mean, so you've mentioned about the the toys that that you're using like yeah. are there any games that you play with your little girl that uh, that keep her entertained so um so we've got there's, there's a few board games so there's the we've got the um it's like, like the little fishing rod game where you've got the fish that spin around like in the mouths open and close so we, the magnetic no yeah, it's, really it's, game, it's it has like a hook on it and what you're supposed to time it so when the the the, the fish shuts its mouth you pull it put it it shuts its mouth. Oh, you okay. pull it out. So that, that's pretty cool. But other than that, as, as I said, it's always those the, the puzzles thing. So she's always been like, obsessed with like the letters and the alphabet and numbers and things like that. So we've got like a, a wooden, it's like a little wooden block and then you've got all the, um, obviously the letters of the alphabet that, that, that fit in. So that was before you, you we, she was just able to kind of take them out and then put them in, back in the right place. But now we're able to kind of take them off 
and then hide them around the kind of living room and she's got to try and find them going through and stuff like that. Um, but then obviously she gets bored and then I've got to tidy up and I've completely forgot where I've put stuff so I can't find the letter R and that's going to spell disaster for the next time we play it although you can't because it won't spell disaster mate if you can't yeah we've lost the letter R (laughs) so I'm going around like this like where the bloody hell have I put that and I try and do it so it's not just like um, like it's on the table it's dead easy it's like we've got like a little light over here that kind of points upwards so I put one in there and then obviously, again, my undiagnosed adult ADHD, which is like, I can't find the letter I. I was like, where the fucking hell's that gone? And it's like, oh, it's in the thing. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so she likes kind of... <laughs> a bit do, warm, that Yeah, one. she likes kind of doing that, those sorts of things. Loves the puzzle. Like she's, yeah, always been going, and they're getting bigger and bigger. It's like the giant floor puzzle that she, she has on the floor. Um, so bits like that. Not really kind of the, the, the board games. She's not quite there with the, what they call it, operation. Um... Yeah. O plus at Cluedo. Uh, she forgets to put the three cards in the middle. We were there for hours. <laughs> so, uh, so. How's the Scrabble skills? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, not, not quite as good, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, not quite there just yet, but she, yeah, she's getting bloody competitive. So... I mean, saying that though, like you're doing the right thing with the the hiding the stuff around the room thing, because yeah. like any any sort of educational game that you're trying to do with young children, if if well, any educational thing you're trying to do, if you can make it into a game in some way, shape, or form, yeah, it it makes it so that it's um it, it's more entertaining for them, and it's it's more disc- well what what we call discrete learning, yeah. so they're learning without realizing that they're doing it, right. um. So anything like that, like in the summer, if you can get outside and you've got like a washing line yeah. and you're trying to teach her like the order of the numbers, mm. trying to get them in the right order. Yeah. If you hang, hang, like put them on paper and hang them on the washing line, but in the wrong order yeah. and then give her like something to squirt them with and then she can go along and squirt them in the right oh, order. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, so as I say, because Rachel's in the same industry as yourself, she's the same kind of, um, yeah. a little bit older, but she's really good at coming up with those ideas. So she'll do, so... Like so, she knows the numbers up to forty, maybe. Um, she knows all the letters of the alphabet, and she knows like. Is this right? Yeah, <laughs> she's never surprised. She's yeah. come on so well. I've got to write a report for her mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, and she's got to the point like she'll know all the letters. She'll know like M for mummy and D for daddy and things like that, and she can do the phonetics for them. And now she wants to try and obviously write the names. So literally every Sunday we'll do the same routine whereby we'll, we'll I will dot out the letter. And then she gets like a pen or some paint and she'll draw around it. So it's always the yeah, same. Good. So it's tracing activities. Yeah, yeah, so it'll always be her name first and then mummy, daddy, uh, Alfie, Nana, granddad, Constant- uh, was it Constantinople? Um, so <laughs> get a bit more advanced. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but then I always get a bit overly confident with the first letter and I'm trying to squeeze in the last one. Um, so so yeah, yeah, we're try- yeah. trying to do those kind kind of things. You know, we you, you know wanted to, to try and have a little bit of fun, but we want to try to to learn as well. So so she is prep for when she goes to sort of that primary school and things like that. So so yeah, there was a, a little bit of little little bit of those. She loves a paint anyway, so just combining those two things to try and learn. Um, so yeah, yeah, we've we've started doing a little bit of painting with our little girl. Yeah, um, and that's that's interesting with a, a child that young. Yeah. Um, so my partner's done a little bit with her she's done a little bit of nursery yeah. but then um, was it yesterday or the day before um, we did uh, I did. I got involved with the first bit of painting mm. um, and yeah it was um, it was interesting <laughs> yeah it's um, everywhere is it yeah, we've, we got like the stampers and the rollers and things like yeah. that so we got her in a high chair with a 
with a vest on, like a, a art vest thing yeah, yeah. on that came. We ordered we ordered some like basic art stuff as a, as a little pack, yeah. um, which came with like a few paints, a few like roller things, a few sponge like um, yeah, I know, I mean, what's yeah. called like printer things. Um, and a few brushes, and she had a go. But to be honest, in the end, we just like let's let her just, just get, get around with it. Yeah, yeah, just get to what I was going to yeah. say. Just you just kind of get and a, have a go with your hands. Yeah, feel the textures and like just have a have a mess around with it. Basically, yeah. enjoy yourself essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just bloody tidying up after. Uh, it's, you, what you'll you'll yeah. you'll start coming up now, Dean. Is that is that um, she'll obviously when she goes to nursery and things like that. But obviously when she's doing it at home, she'll have like these pieces of art that she's done. And some of them you're gonna to have to throw away because otherwise you're just gonna have house full of paper. So it's like, what? What? Oh, what's your, I've what, seen these really good frames. Yeah. <laughs> what? Go on, carry on. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. What? Uh, what's it? What's your? What they call it? What's your? Um, your your sifting out process. They're the ones that they can stay and the ones that can <laughs> you just chuck in the bin straight away. So we've <laughs> yeah. got like, as I say, we're doing all yeah. the same words every week. We've got a bloody cupboard full of them, um, and I don't have the art to chuck them in the bin because I just imagine she she'll go stick something in the bin like some rubbish or something. And then, what's this in here? Um, gosh, go on. Yeah, you're there sneaking out on the morning that the recycling bin comes round yeah. to drop it into the back of the actual lorry. <laughs> well, they, they yeah. literally go past our front door, so we can just chuck it in. Um, obviously without it. Paper airplanes from the bedroom window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want that one back. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's the marriage certificate. <laughs> yeah, wait for like right, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I've seen I have seen some really good frames actually. Mm. Um where it's a frame and it's like a, a deep frame and the front of it opens a bit like a door. Yeah. And then at the back of the frame there's just a piece of an elastic that goes across at the top and the bottom of the frame. Right. So what you do is you put one in the like the glass bit at the front of the frame. Yeah. And then the one that doesn't need to be displayed anymore just gets pushed behind the elastic at the back and you close the door again. Oh okay, I like that one. Yeah. Well, we don't display so anything. Fit, like, yeah, we haven't got like we've paid for bloody artwork that we got from the internet. I'm not having air crap like <laughs> on the walls. <laughs> Mind you, like you I could... mean, I've seen that picture that you've sent me. That picture you've sent me of the artwork that she's drawn directly onto the wall. Oh yeah. I mean that. Yeah. That was a bit of a Banksy. What, yeah. Moment, why? Wasn't it? Why cut out the middleman? Like just get her straight on the mm. wall. Oh yeah, those washable pens. Plug socket. Was it not the plug? The light right, switch. Right, light switch. Well. Yeah, around the light switch. So yeah, she's gone down and got the bloody steps so she can get higher. So she hasn't done it since, but yeah, that's going to be a pain to clean if you want to I mean, sell the house. I think I think some parents will will be reluctant to give their their kids like writing implements and mark making implements because they're worried about what's going to happen to their house yeah. by doing it. Um, which I can understand to a certain extent, but you've got to. You just got to make sure that they know that if they're using them, this is where they're using them, or this is how how they're using them. Yeah, and that there's rules with it, because otherwise you will end up with an absolutely trashed house, won't you? Well, um, yeah, we've got a couple of stains well, on the as, floor. As long as they know how to use things properly, then then that's going to be absolutely fine. Mm. Um, I mean, the messy side of things with paint and stuff like that is obviously going to be hard, more of a challenge because you're gonna you've got more to clean up. There's no way of avoiding. Oh that. yeah. It, that, that's the thing when when but, you're getting older and you, there's more toys that she can she'll she'll go from one and she's quite good at tidying up a little bit but it, it's just an absolute bomb site so by having those stuff that you can have like a little bit of tablet time or whatever you can go back and bring a bit of order back to the house because if it's a mess then it, it, it's just you're running out of space and things like that so yeah the, the the artwork and stuff like that is it is a pain to to tidy up it's generally pretty easy to get off tables and things like that um 
Yeah, yeah. Unless you use the bloody knife. I think it's just it. about teaching them, isn't it? Yeah. Teaching them to tidy up after themselves or help to tidy up after themselves. Yeah. So, like, giving them a bit of a, a reward for... Or just loads of praise yeah. for tidying up so that they have they know that actually what they've done is really good and that's something that they want to carry on doing then. She, she'll put a... Um, she's got, like, a, she's a set of pens, like, colouring pens, and she'll put them back, you know, even, like, if we try to tidy up, actually, she kind of kicks off. And she likes putting them in the right order. She knows exactly how many... You know, maybe she... She might, she might be on the spectrum somewhere, but she loves making sure the colours are in the right order. She knows exactly how many different shades of reds there are, blues, greens, and things like that. So... And she always puts them back together. And that's that's almost the, the, the kind of the last thing in the day, then, is that kind of finish. We do a little bit of drawing, like, everything's rainbow, so we'll do all the rainbows. We'll put all her, all her pens back into the... Like, the little kind of... It's like a little fold-away thing that clips at the side. And then we'll read the box. It's almost like the last thing we'll do of the day. So it's a nice little routine for her as well. And then we give her the yeah, Uber. Re- it's really good though. I mean, to to be fair, like the fact that she's putting them all back in the right order and she knows how many of each different colour she's got. Mm. She's just showing you what she knows, isn't she? Yeah. She's going, I can remember this. This is something I'm good at and I, I like doing it and I like to show that I'm good at it. Yeah. So it's like her way of going, look at this. Yeah, she will do. She'll, she'll doing a good job. Even yeah. though we, I've helped to colour this little bit in, um, she'll do like the last bit and then she'll tell me to close my eyes and show it um, and I'll be like yeah terrible <laughs> no like yeah, yeah she's dead buzzing she like yeah she loves kind of doing that and showing showing us and dead excited by her creation so yeah she's quite creative um, I haven't got an artistic bone in my body I'm terrible at it I'm just so but I don't even know what looks good um, so yeah I'm a bit of a philistine yeah I'm, I'm not great with art Um, I mean, what I will say, though, is like if you are looking at, at getting toys and things like that, um, you can go out and buy them from the shops, which is great. But Marketplace is also really good. Yeah. Um, you can pick up some great bargains on there because, I mean, we picked up, um, you know, like the little ball pit thing. Yes. It's essentially a, a little bit smaller than a paddling pool, but with yeah, taller yeah, sides. Yeah. Um, and then you can you get you get the balls to put in it. Yeah. I think we paid, I think it was less than a tenner. Yeah. To get to get one of them second hand, and they were like 40, 50 quid new, and yeah. it, it hadn't really been used. Yeah, we sterilised the balls in Milton, yeah. and then like the the actual bit around the edges was absolutely it looked brand new when we got it. Mm. Um, and she loves going in there and just chucking stuff about. Um, it keeps her entertained for ages. And I suppose people um, are happy. I to mean, get, on, happy to get rid of them as well because they do take up quite a bit of space yeah. if you're not using it. Um, like uh, the the lady I spoke to uh, spoke about earlier on whose uh, daughter's uh, two this week she got a massive old ball pit it was amazing when we were <laughs> I was like can I go in um, yeah. but yeah they do take up a lot yeah. of space like so yeah definitely if you were looking for something there's always going to be someone on and you say your marketplace or whatever that's going to be looking to shift it and you'll have hand, hand me downs just get stuff off my sister um, like I did as a yeah, kid yeah. I'm sick of her dolls um, or like friends of like other family members that would sort of say look do you want this sort of thing we've got another sort of sensory book for for the new one off again, the same same lady actually. Um, so yes, we've got it's it's definitely not turning your nose up at that sort of thing because they do cost a fortune. They're hardly ever going to get used that that much really, especially like at your daughter's age where she's like progressing so quickly. She'll move on quite quickly, yeah, you know. Yeah. And you don't want to have those kind of toys knocking about. So definitely don't turn down like the free stuff because you know they they are they are costly and it's not necessarily worth getting it brand new. Yeah, I mean we we've picked up a lot off marketplace. Um, and like some of the stuff that you you pick up is it, just really decent. Like um, people sell like um, 
bags or boxes of baby toys mm. for like five, ten quid. Yeah. And in that in that bag or box, you'll be getting ten different things, maybe. Yeah. Um, some of them might be a bit bit rubbish and a bit bit of a mess, but you just chuck them ones away and you go for the ones you keep the ones that are really decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we've even picked up you know the the big foamy mats that you can get that fold out. Yes. Um, I think I might have mentioned this in a previous pod, actually, but we got one of them for like a fiver off there. Mm. Um, and to buy them new, you're looking at about 30, 40 quid. Right, oh God. So it's, and and all all we needed to do with it was give it a quick wipe down. It was, yeah. it looked brand new. It had hardly been used. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's one of those things that you need a bit of space to put down, mm. but it's a really useful thing to have, especially when um, they're at the point of they're sitting up, but they're not 100% stable. Mm. Because you want something down behind them, yeah. and something on the floor, so that if they do, if they do fall, obviously they're not going to be smacking their head on the floor, oh, which yeah, not not what you want. Yeah. But I mean, I, th- I think marketplaces are a really good place to look for stuff. Um, obviously, at like Christmas and birthdays and things like that, people buy you buy new you things, new, yeah. and every now and then you will buy something new. But I mean, the other thing that I will say as well, think about with babies, think about the things that are more of a sensory stimulation. Yeah. So, I mean, you touched briefly on like a sensory book then. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got fairy lights that change colour, just the sort of sort of ones that you put on your Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, but like they were seven quid and if we put them on in the room, that's a sensory experience mm. and she, she really likes that. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, wasn't something expensive. Um, and sensory things that are not just visual as well, like sound-based stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody has baby rattles, don't they? And mm. things like that. Um, and she loves stuff like that. Mm. And um, my partner took her to a baby yoga group. Um, when would it have been? It was a while ago now. But she went to a baby yoga group for a while. And part of that group, they got this little bag. And in the bag was the things that they would use each week at baby yoga. Right. Um, and she's still using those now. Uh-huh. So, like, she loves the rat. Like the rattles that she got are the f- a favourite rattle sort of thing. Yeah. So we keep one downstairs and one upstairs. Um, then there were like these sensory, uh, like voily type cloths as well that she quite likes because you can put them, like pull them over her head and things like right, that. Okay, she okay. likes the feel of it. Yeah. Um, there was uh, like a rubber ball in there that's a bit spiky. So it's got like a bit of a, a feel to it. It's like soft rubber. Yeah. Um, but like when you bounce it hard, it's got a light inside that yes. changes colour. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she absolutely loves that. So that there was quite a lot of things. like, And there are only things that if you look on somewhere like Amazon, they'd be dead cheap anyway. Yeah. Um, but like those are the sorts of things that she gets quite a lot out of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's looking for those opportunities for different types of toys, I suppose, so that there's there's a variety. I mean, I know I know some people will have like um, as their kids get older, they'll have like cupboards, like you were saying. We've got similar cupboards in our, our living room yeah. area, um, and that in those cupboards they might have a basket, and in that basket, that's if we're having that basket out, that's the basket That'll we're having out. out. Yeah, yeah, um, and that one then will go back. And then on a different day, they'll get a different basket out, those sorts of ideas, yeah. which are great, great ideas. And some people do it that way. Some people just have full access to everything, yeah, which open the is also fine, yeah. isn't it? It's just yeah. that it's that thing of, um, I suppose you don't want them to be over, overstimulated by too much choice. Yeah. But at the same time, they need to have a bit of choice so that they can make their own decisions. 
she, she always gets the she always get the ones out there. It takes bloody ages put together, and you need all these bloody batteries to get it working. Oh yeah. Um, like especially if it's like half five on a Sunday oh, morning. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, well, what do you want to play now? Is this a one-player game? Is it? <laughs> okay, I'm coming. <laughs> I've got a little croquet yeah. set or something. Um, yeah, I'm, I, it takes. Me I mean, to... one one of the things we um, we chatted briefly about before we started recording tonight um, was batteries, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I mentioned that um, when our little girl was born, we were asked by a few people what we would like. Um, and one of the things we said, could we get like a battery charger and some rechargeable batteries? Yeah. And that's been really useful. Yeah. Um, like we had a we had a swing seat. She, she doesn't have it anymore. Mm. Um, but we had a swing seat to start off yeah, with. Yeah, I know it, yeah. And um, she loved going in that. And it was just like a battery powered one that had a little magnet that kept it going. Yeah. But it would go through batteries like no tomorrow. Yeah. So like having a having rechargeable ones for that was really helpful because they weren't just like double uh, A batteries. They were the D cell batteries, so right. they were the big ones. Yeah. Um. So like buying new ones of them was just going to cost us a fortune. Mm. Um. I think we made our money back just through just being able that. to recharge for that one toy. It sounds so simple yeah. though, doesn't it? But it's it's like an absolute game changer because obviously it's the worst thing where you want to get a toy out and. The batteries died on it. Yeah. We, have, we we do have some batteries knocking about, but that's always the case, isn't it? You don't have them in, um, and there's not many that are oh, USB. So we've got the the remote control card that we've mentioned. That's um, <clears throat> you can take the batteries out of that, and then it's got a little USB cable, and you can charge it up. But there's not many that we've got that are, that are USB. You'd have thought that we'd move over it, but yeah, maybe in the future. How do you? In fact, talking about USB charging stuff, um, one of the things we've got that's not a child's toy. Um, is actually for the cat. It's a laser pen. Yeah. Um, and it's a USB charge one. And the, <laughs> we we don't use it loads with the cat. But when when the cat wants to have a bit of a run inside and it's weather's rubbish outside, like we'll get we'll get the laser pen out. Up the wall, and, like. Um, yeah, up the wall. And our little girl will follow that dot everywhere. Yeah. She'll she'll be watching where it's gone. She'll be looking where it's going to. Um, so yeah, cat toys might work as well. I mean, I don't recommend the ones that have got like catnip in, but like, yeah, <laughs> she won't sleep. Uh, a laser pen might might be quite good. Well, when you said she um, follows the pen around, yeah. I, I presume it's just with her eyes or whatever, or with her head. It's not, yeah, you don't yeah. think like that. She's like, bloody hell, the dado rail, get in there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the cat and the the little girl are sat next to each other, and they're just with the head following wherever the red dot goes. Not the watching tennis, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is pretty much like that. Yeah. So uh, one thing I wanted to mention actually as well before we uh, like move on or or wrap up bath toys. Yes. We've not mentioned bath no, toys. No, that's yet. true. Yeah. Um, have, has your little girl got some bath toys that she's like really fond of? Yeah. So she, we've got these like oh, I can't think who's bought them. Um, they're like these. They're like crayons, and you can draw in everything like on the side of the bath on tiles and that. Um, again, trying to get her to like, and it's like little stencils that you can do, trying to kind of get her to learn the name. They're pretty cool, but they are a bloody pain to get off the when you know, once they've been on for a bit, I think you have to instantly wash them off, or else you, you're going around with like the bloody what they call it, some kind of like oh, cleaner. Right. Um, so yeah, they're, they're pretty good. She, she's got one that's got like a little turtle that you wind up and its arms go like that, and it just oh, we got one of them. Um, but then it's the, yeah. the little whale thing that I don't, God knows how it works. It, like you put, I think we've got the same thing. Yeah, basically, you put it on the water, then it, it sucks up and blows out the, the water at the top of its head and then changes colour. Um, yeah. 
yeah, we've got that. Yeah, one. so she it's all it. it's all the same sort of kind of stuff, isn't yeah. it? Really, where you know she she doesn't mind being in a bath. She doesn't always use them to be fair. She likes just being in the bubbles and flicking frigging water everywhere. Honestly, yeah. I, I'd never buy a bathroom with with, with carpet in it because she just like bloody turns into a little mermaid and starts flicking water everywhere. Um, so she doesn't use them all the time, but she does have those kind of basic toys. But that little whale's well cool. I have them in the shower with me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Does it work in the shower? It does, yeah. But I always have to have the tap end. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing that our little girl's got, apart, she's got very similar stuff to what you, you've described as well. Um, she loves a rubber duck. Right. I mean, you should, if you're having a bath, you should have a rubber, a rubber duck. duck it should be like a legal thing. Um, but um, the other thing she has that she really likes is just a bath book. Oh, right. So she loves like it. We've got a bath book that's just got all the letters in with some pictures in it. Right. Um, and she loves a bath book. So that'll keep her entertained for quite a while in the bath. Well, when you said bath book, um, I thought it was like a catalogue for bathing units. <laughs> <laughs> well, that nice. Works. It's not a, yeah. Mm. It's not a, a, a book of baths, as, as it were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or is it the city that's in like the centre of England baths? Um, we haven't got a rubber duck, but yeah. because she's from Staffordshire, Stoke on Trent, Derbyshire area, uh, she's got an A up duck. So she's got one of them. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That's a good drop in it. Yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, so toys. Yeah, so I think the, the, the last bit that we we're going to discuss before we move on to your uh, influential woman was, um, do you have that point like where you're trying to wind everything down and like the your daughter's going a bit so it's basically the witching hour where you know you're trying to get them settled um but essentially it's like a full moon and they do get more they seem to get some energy from absolutely nowhere um have you got any anything that you kind of do that kind of gets your daughter settled ready for that final sort of end of the day bedtime sort of thing i think i think for us probably the best thing that works is taking as much light out of the room as possible yeah um, that seems to help her just go, oh, right, okay, it's getting dark now, maybe I should go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, I, I don't suppose she understands maybe that it's dark, I should go to sleep, but when it's dark, she can't see as much, so there's less to entertain her. Mm. Um, I think that that's probably the main thing that helps her. Um, cuddling into her mum always works really well. Yeah. So, like, if she's feeling a little bit tired and she cuddles into her mum, yeah. the two of them can fall asleep mm. together quite easily, yeah. just just on the bed sort of thing. Um, and because she's still quite young, she's not too hard to move without waking her up. Right. So you can move her and get her into bed and, and she's all right being moved and um, doesn't wake up as easily. Mm. If she's been cuddling into her mum, she definitely doesn't wake up very easily. She's she's out cold if she's been doing that. Um, but like, yeah, turning the lights down. So if she's struggling to get to sleep, turning the lights down. Sometimes like I'll, um, if she's really struggling... I'll lower the light on my phone as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And we'll put something on that's like more of a, a chill out sort of dancing fruits type thing. Yeah. Um, with like a really low volume. So it's almost like um, lullabies with a little bit of light almost. Yeah. A little bit of a picture to go with it. Yeah. And that, that will help her to doze off if she's struggling. Yeah. Um, especially when she's been teething as well, when she's had a little bit of pain from teething and we've dosed her up, but she's not quite it's not quite kicked in yet. Um, so like if she's had a bit of ibuprofen, it's not quite kicked in yet. Yeah, just wait um, for that to... The little video will help to just distract yeah, her. Yeah, I was going to say, does that act as a that, distraction, yeah. Yeah, that that will help her to sort of go into the sleepy land and, yeah. and get her to 
get her to nod off. I mean, what, what about your little girl? Is there anything that helps with the wind down? Well, I think with, with, with our kids, so it, it's basically trying to get her to <laughs> get rid of any, like, last bit of um, energy as possible. So, she'll, she'll, because yeah. we, we live like this, we live like it's like th- three floors in her bedrooms on the top floor, and we'll always do the last one upstairs is a big, fat, smelly far fart. And she'll be like, she has to go first. We get her running up the stairs, um, bouncing up and down on the bed. She'll she'll do all that, those sorts of things, just to kind of display a little bit more energy, getting her like more and more tired. And then we'll, we'll so we'll go back to the the artwork, basically just getting her to kind of switch off. So we'll go for the same routine. We will get her changed, you know, whereas a like get her pajamas on, and then do the the the, the kind of the coloring again. Um, so that, as I say, that signifies it like the end of the day. Um, we don't necessarily like we we won't turn on the we want to try and sort of say if we want she wants to get but it'll all start about half past six like nothing on the tally and that that's the biggest thing like she'll kick off if we like she wants to go upstairs and watch and maybe Mika on the television in our bedroom um, and we have to kind of say no and that's that that's the battle so we have to it's that distraction trying to get distracted right let's go do some art let's go do some something a little bit more kind of relaxing so she is that in in that frame of mind and then yeah once we've done the artwork she'll she will read those books and then she's. It depends how much she tries to push her luck. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit easier to to kind of kid into getting maybe two or three books, where my wife will be like, yeah, yeah. we'll do one book. Um, so we kind of swap tonight. So um, my, my wife was with my daughter tonight, and she was like, right, just the one book, and she'll it'll always be the Gruffalo. So we'll watch the Gruffalo. <clears throat> Sorry, read the Gruffalo. Maybe do uh, Witch on the Broom and possibly Stomp Dinosaur Stomp, and then it's like lights out and you know <laughs> lights out and away we go um yeah so that's that, that, <laughs> yeah. that's usually kind of it, we just need to get better better at it so sometimes we can be done for sort of half past seven other times i'm in there still sort of 20 past eight and she just about nods off so so yeah it's that little routine making sure there's no sort of screen time after a certain time we've got the the artwork that she'll fall back on that routine and chanel's she knows when to go to bed she'll tidy up um, and she has to do it properly so so yeah that's that's the end of, that's how we kind of deal with that witching hour I think there is a switch that goes on my, my sister goes through the same with her with her kid um, yeah so about half five it's just like a peak I don't you know just kind of the adrenaline kicks back in again. <laughs> oh god the energy for this is got to yeah. go through it all again so yeah just getting her to kind of run around the house that, that, that thing on YouTube where she's dancing around that's pretty cool it's just trying to get her tired as possible before we can relax and um, we can go from there Nice, oh, yeah. and that's the end of the day. We go again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say so. I'll be on tomorrow morning, so we'll see. Uh, you know, she was quite good this morning. Half past six, she got up. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll hopefully, see what time she wakes up tomorrow morning before we're doing all the artwork and getting all the puzzles out. And you know, she can see that the letter R's missing from a thing. It's got to be somewhere that. Yeah, and getting ready for your swim. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. I'll, we've got yeah. we've got a set of goggles for her this time. She's not entirely sure what it works, but nice. uh, like what the four. But she doesn't. She doesn't half look like Elton John when she's got them on. Um, so I, I, <laughs> nice. I, I, don't, I don't know if you'll wear it. Um, we'll see. But yeah, that buzzing for that. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, be good. We're taking our little girl swimming tomorrow. Actually, we're, we're probably going to go to a sensory swim tomorrow. That, yeah, hundred percent worth so, it. Yeah, yeah. And she she loves the water. So yeah, yeah. always good. So last week, then it was it was my turn to get the the influential uh, woman. It was the uh, the England goalkeeper Mary. So so um, who've you who've you got to bring to the table uh, this week? So uh, both of us are really into our music, aren't we? Yeah. So um, we've done musical ventures together, and we're we're both we've both done bands and things like that. Yep. So we listen to a lot of music. So I tried to choose somebody that was uh, a musician that's been influential within like a genre i suppose yeah um like i listen to 
loads and loads of different music. Some of it is um, like male-fronted bands, some of it's female-fronted. Um, and I listen to quite a lot of pop music as well, which has got a lot of um, female singers in. Um, but I try to choose somebody for their merit of the music rather than anything else. Right. Um, I think I think with modern music especially, and I'm going to sound really old for saying this, mm. sometimes it's more about the way you look than yeah. the music itself. Yeah, definitely. Um, which... Is frustrating because there's uh, some of the people that do that are really talented musicians, yeah. and they 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 try and make it more about how it, how it looks rather than what it sounds like. Right. Um, so the person that I've chosen is Hayley Williams. Um, most people will know her from the band Paramore, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, she's been kicking about doing musical things for a long, long time now. Um, so. Paramore's first album came out in 2005, but she's always been about the music. Um, and that's that's kind of the big thing with her. She's been nominated for so many awards and won loads of different stuff. Yeah. Like, including, like, she's been nominated for Grammys and all sorts. Right. So, like, really big things. Um, sometimes, um, as the musician, as the performer, she's been nominated for stuff um, as, as, produ- as a producer as well. So... Um, she's kind of got it covered but I mean the big thing about her for me is that she sort of broke a boundary within like the pop punk and emo type scene in that there weren't really that many female fronted bands within that genre at the time that she started doing that Um, and there weren't really many that made it happen sort of that made that, that music get to the masses as it were Yeah, so she was part of a band that obviously um, was really successful um, and got sort of female-fronted emo pop-punk-type music to the masses and into the charts as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she did um, uh, she did some stuff with... Do you remember B.O.B.? They did an aeroplane. Yes. Aeroplane, yes. sorry. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I saw her on that tour and she, she had... Uh, B.O.B. as the support act. So yeah. it was Paramore with B.O.B. supporting. Um, but she's also done her own solo stuff as well. Um, and I think the thing that's been consistently really good about her is that no matter what she's done, she's took the music in the direction that she wanted it to go in rather than listening to sort of what um, record labels would say and say, oh, you've got to make it sound like this. She's always kind of done done it how she wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, Paramore is still going obviously but she's done her solo stuff and she's worked with loads of other people as well Um, and then one of the other things that's really lovely about her is that she's used sort of her sort of social media presence to say oh I really like this band go and check them out she's got nothing to do with the production of their music Mm. or anything she's just gone I like them go and have a listen advocating Um, for them as well and yeah, which is really nice because it means that other bands are, are doing really well off the back of her making recommendations. Mm. And it's not in a selfish way either. It's in a completely selfless way because she's got nothing to do with those artists or yeah. musicians. So, yeah, my my uh, influential person, influential lady this week will be Hayley Williams mm. from Paramore. Yeah, definitely. So I think that yeah. she's got that longevity as well because I think you, you mentioned like the, with the pop industry. Oh, so yeah. It's that kind of you're in for a very short period of time and then you're back out again but as I said you, and as you've mentioned she's been going for ages so oh mate that's, I really like that one yeah yeah it's a good one so 
your turn next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be, go get uh, thinking, yeah. Intrigued to see where you go. So we've done sport, we've done music. Where could you go next? Uh, yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to have a look, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd like to maybe yeah. something with STEM. So obviously we've been a sort of IT teacher. Um, STEM's a massive point and it's always quite cool when you see like a student that's come up and, and she's um, picked one of the STEM subjects especially computing women in computing it's you know there's something that they're trying to push so maybe um, some, someone in STEM I think I've got a bit of an idea um, uh, oh nice so yeah so we'll go from that that'd be good yeah fantastic So this week then we, we've we've talked about um, obviously the more entertaining side of things. I think some of the other stuff that we've covered um, previously is, is a, not as um, as as joyful as the entertainment side of things, but it's always stuff that we need to consider because you always need to try and strike that balance between something that's entertaining and something that's educational as well, and reducing that that, that screen time and using the iPad or whatever without being that kind of. Or, or being a bit like worried that you're you're doing that too much. So we've looked at some of the bases there. We've compared, um, you know, what it's like is it with a ten month old and the kind of the toys that uh, that your daughter uses and like how uh, my my daughter's progressed onto some of the, the bigger, more battery powered stuff uh, and, and and things like that. Yeah. And then we finished off with uh, Haley Williams there being the influential woman of the week. So 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 yeah, lots 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 covered. We tried to keep it under an hour, but I think it's just gone a little bit over. Um, so yeah, thanks so much again. Uh, remember to kind of have a look at our um, our uh, socials. So in the Dolls House Pod is our um, uh, Instagram. We're also going to stop uh, trying to set up a, a YouTube video. That's going to take a little bit more kind of content creator side and takes a bit more time. But we've got the podcasts are available on there now. We've got the the in the Dolls House um, YouTube channel. So hopefully we can start building content for them. Um, but in the meantime, thanks again for joining us this week. And we very much look forward to uh, playing with you once again next week in the Dolls House. Yeah.